we are drafting. We've got a game already. Uh, we're up against John Holio <laughs> right away. <laughs> so that's great. Uh, our first uh, hand only has one sigil, so we're going to have to throw it back. John Holio, who entered everyone's uh, names into the list. This is a great opening hand. It has a switchblade and a mark maker in it, uh, so we keep this for sure. We have a fire, fire sigil, fire sigil, a token, which I think we should play as time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we have fire. So now we have fire sigil, fire sigil, shadow sigil, switchblade, deadeye, cinder matota, and mark maker. Pretty good opening hand, especially because we are going first. Did John Holio throw back this first hand, or? I wasn't paying attention. Me neither. Anyway, uh, John Holio played a token of destruction and uh, and and created a fire influence. We are playing Shadow and playing Switchblade Deadeye. We drew Avara's favor. So the plan, unless anything changes, will be just to give our Switchblade Deadeye overwhelm and make it a 5-3. Uh, John Holio has played a Time Sigil and an Armadillo, the 1-3 that gives plus 1, plus 1 to things with endurance and gives endurance to things that you draw. Uh, no reason for us to change our plan. Uh, we drew a Magma Javelin. So we're going to give our uh, plus one strength weapon with Overwhelm to the Switchblade Deadeye. It is now a 5-3 with Overwhelm. It's attacking. I would not expect John Holio to block. I would expect him to take five and go to 20. That is indeed what has happened. John Holio uh, is drawing a card, has uh, Praxis Influence, has added a Justice Sigil, now has Creation Colors, is casting Purify on our Switchblade Deadeye. It is now dead. We drew a shadow sigil. Uh, okay, so here it's between Cinderella or javelin down their armadillo, right? I think I would just javelin the armadillo. Uh, it's a card that tends to create problems over the course of a game. Okay, we might as well see if he blocks. <laughs> yeah, we. That's true. Right. Yeah. Uh, he's not going to. We have a three-two, and he's got a one-three, but. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and do that. There might be bigger targets later, but we know there will be bigger targets if the armadillo stays on the board creating large problems for us to deal with. Uh, John Julio is playing another time sigil and uh, considering his next play. Five cards in hand. Still considering the next play. We have a Varus Favor, a Cinder Matota, and a Fire Sigil in hand. Still, we have our 3-2 Mark Maker on the board. Uh, and now, uh, John Holios played a Cinder Matota, which clearly uh, was just drawn because it has endurance. So, was drawn last turn. And uh, we drew a Shadow Sigil. Uh, so, our plan that we could do is attack... Uh, if John Holio blocks, uh, kill the Sindramatoto with uh, Vara's favor, and then hope that uh, he's not able to play uh, the Sindramat Dragon for the next couple of turns. Neither of these plays feel great. No. I would probably go with that one because it's the more aggressive one. Like, if we just hang back, we're not really doing anything. Yeah, I agree. And... <clears throat> You know, the advantage to playing the Cinder Matoda would be, I don't know, I guess it would be good to draw a Marsh Dragon or if, if we draw a it Marsh Dragon. It doesn't really affect us, though, because we can play the Marsh Dragon anyway. 
even yeah, if we don't I'd have Cinder play the Marsh Dragon. Oh, Marsh Dragon me. would kill the Cinder Ma Toda. Yeah, uh, I think we can go ahead and kill this Toda. So at least the now now Don Julio has to come up with another blocker for yeah our uh, our three two. So now we have two Shadow Sigils in hand, one of which we just drew off of Vara's favor and a Cinder Matota. So we had a very strong opening, but um, uh, John Holio's got some defense going. Did not play another Sigil, but did play an Archive Curator silencing our Mark Maker. So now, uh, now he, he has a 1-4 that will block our Mark Maker pretty well. We drew a Covetous Stranger. I think we just empty our hand here. Do you? We can talk? play both. Uh, yeah, there's no reason not to. Let's see if maybe uh, they let three damage through. I I think John Holio will block here. Yeah. And and John Holio did. So we'll just play a Tota, covet a stranger. Uh, we really could use to draw some of our heavy hitters, our dragons and such at this point. Yeah. Or Blazing Salvo, get that plunder value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we might as well keep a keep a sigil in hand. In, case, in that case, plus we don't need seven sigils, uh, seven power in play. None of our cards cost that. Uh, John Julio played uh, a fifth power, and now there's a stone shell walker on the board. It's 5-5 five, five with overwhelm. Gains five power um, when it dies for that turn. So we drew Ageless Mentor. Uh, we It doesn't do anything right now. Because we don't have a four drop in hand, I don't think that I would play it. No, because I kind of think next turn we kill our Cinder Matoda and then we'll have a four drop in hand. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. So, I think that's. I think that's. I think that's fine. Yeah. So I would. I would just. I would just hold tight here for a turn. Do you not just suicide in your covetous stranger to draw a card? No, I wouldn't. Hmm, that's interesting. I think I, I would. I would especially because rather... it costs one. Oh boy, uh, I the guess treasure. that's true. All right, I mean, yeah, you can do that. I guess it's not doing anything in particular. I was just thinking that having the board presence is more valuable than the extra card, but it's not a lot of board presence. So yeah, go ahead and attack. Well, ex well, we're just we'll just exchange the covetous stranger for something else, and hopefully it's not a sigil. Oh, this will die to Blazing Salvo. Let's try. Let's try to draw a Blazing Salvo. Nope, we drew a Seed of Chaos. Okay. Nice. So we're playing that, and I think we just have to hang out for a turn. I still think it was right to do the aggressive play there because I think we have a better chance of uh, winning through aggression this game. Uh, so John Holy has uh, attacked with the Archive Curator and has uh, summoned a Blade Crafter. So he's going to go look for a weapon. He has it. Did not attack with the Stone Shell Walker. Doesn't want to activate our Cinder Matoda. We drew a Fire Sigil. Listening to this podcast episode. Yeah, he's listening to it in the future and then went back to match against us. Okay, so just hold back again. I think so, yeah. At least the Cinder Matoda is is keeping Stoneshell Walker from attacking. Which I'm not sure is actually correct, but it's fine. <laughs> so John Holio has played a sixth power, is attacking with Archive Curator, and I would expect to see a Cinder Ma Dragon come out at this point. There it is. Or Cinder Dragon. We drew a uh, two drop, we drew a Stone Scar Stranger. Uh, not very helpful. We were playing it. 
Uh, we still can't attack, so that's what we do for this turn. Uh, now we'll be taking five in the air, Cinder Dragon. Uh, I wouldn't expect the Stone Shell Walker to happen. John Holio plays another Justice Sigil, is up to seven power now. Only the Cinder, nope, Cinder Dragon and Archive Curator are coming in to do five. And I would also expect to see a weapon come down right now. I think that's probably what Bladecrafter went and got. And it is an Age of Prophecy, so uh, that is a 6-6. Six, six. It kills the Stone Scar Stranger, and I would say that we're in a fair amount of trouble this game. Mm-hmm. We drew a Rampage. And turn here? Yeah, I don't think we can really attack into anything. We can maybe rampage to kill the edge of prophecy when it comes down although that's not exciting so the dragon and the archive curator are coming in again they do another five we are now down to 14 um i think the edge of prophecy is probably going to attack the mark maker here and uh well I think we're in too bad of a position if we don't Rampage here to kill it. Uh, the, it has four armor right now. And it's if we don't Rampage here, uh, then like what are what are we ever going to do? We're yeah. we're gonna get we're gonna get our dragon killed, even if we manage to make a dragon. Uh, I mean, we're in a bad position, so we have to make uh, suboptimal plays in order to stay alive, and maybe we'll be able to draw draw our way out of it. I don't like our chances, but we might as well play as well as we can. Um, so John Holio played uh, an, another token and a long-tail cavalry. We drew a sigil, and uh, still not much we can do, so we're going to take seven in the air now. Um, and John Holio is uh, looking at the cards, going to draw Edge of Prophecy. I think we could probably concede now. Could yeah, I think so. Use Disjunction to get back the Edge of Prophecy. I think we're done there. That's fine. We had a strong start, but then, of course, uh, John Holio had one of the removal spells that counters that start really effectively. And then we didn't have a lot of backup because we just kept drawing sigils. I, that's how I describe that game too. Should we play yeah. another? Let's play another game. They're not all winners. We are now searching for another game. Estimated wait time is one minute and one second. <laughs> We're currently at sixteen seconds. Seventeen. The lore that we are reading right now is Zoltan children are not named until they feel their first rainfall when they receive quote Linray's kiss, end quote. Uh, and there's a picture of a woman holding a baby. They're both very happy, and there's fireflies everywhere. It's raining. I'm playing with a fidget cube. It's like a fidget spinner, but it's a cube that uh, where the there's it's hard to explain, but there's like eight interlocking cubes, and you can fold it in half and then open it again. Uh, and then fold it again in different directions, and it's very relaxing if you're someone like me who has to fidget with things. It also creates a little clacking sound, so if you're hearing that, that's why. So we're in another game now <laughs> against a ranked gold opponent. Our hand is... Uh, I, th- I, would s- I think we need to throw this one back because we only have one playable card in it right now. 
So our new hand, which is perfectly fine, is uh, I think we should definitely keep this. Is Time Sigil, Fire Sigil, Shadow Sigil, Tattoo Dragon, Entranced Cultist, Covetous Stranger, and Rectify. Uh, we're going second. Opponent is playing Seat of Fury and playing a Fury Blade right away and smacking us in the face with it. <sighs> um, if they hadn't done that, I would say we could hold back on the Entranced Cultist, but I would rather just play the Entranced Cultist here and take uh, and counter the Fury Blade so we're not just taking damage to the face. It protects our Covetous Stranger. Yeah. Also, we drew a Marsh Dragon. Um, uh, our opponent played a Fire Sigil and is now playing a Covetous Stranger. And we drew an Ageless Mentor, which is a pretty good draw, honestly. Uh, I don't think we can just not play our Covetous Stranger, so I guess we play Fire and then play it, hope that we get attack in, because our opponent is almost certainly going to attack and then gain two Treasure Troves. Yes. Uh, but I wouldn't block because we have a 2-3 to be able to block next turn. I would hope that we can... Uh, opponent is playing a Fire Sigil, attacking, drawing two Treasure Troves, uh, we are allowing that to hit us. We are at 21 life. And they're playing an Oni Stalwart, which is a 1-4, and will prevent us from attacking into it and gaining treasure troves of our own, unfortunately. Uh, here <laughs> we drew a Thunder of Wings, which we technically could play, but I don't like it. Uh, I think we just play the Ageless Mentor here. Oh, yeah. The, our choices are basically Rectifier, Ageless Mentor, or Thunder of Wings. And See, I feel like, man, I throw my Covetous Strangers away a lot more than you do. Yeah, no, I know. Because um, on their turn, I just don't want them to have four treasure troves in their hand either. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you can get, yeah, you can attack with the Covetous Stranger, it will die, and then. You will get. We'll have two treasure troves, and then you can play Ageless Mentor, probably, right? You, yeah. You, I would do that first, so that your opponent might not block. And then, if they attack again with their Covetous Stranger, we can block with Ageless Mentor. Um, but what I was thinking is that uh, we can, and so we did that. Uh, what I was thinking is that if we keep kept the Covetous Stranger on the board then we're also threatening to kill the Oni Stalwart if it attacks. And right now, the Oni Stalwart gets a free attack. Uh, so opponent is attacking with both Covetous Stranger and Oni Stalwart. I think we still have to block the Covetous Stranger and make them yeah, have it. They do have a trick. Yeah. Um, they didn't play a, a Sigil pre-combat. They're playing their trick now. It's Fire Conjuring. So they didn't decimate, so they traded their Covetous Stranger in a Fire Conjuring for our Ageless Mentor, but also the Oni Stalwart uh, is now a 3-6 with Endurance. Okay. So, we drew a Shadow Sigil. Uh, looks like we're going to be drawing two cards this turn. We're spending a Treasure Trove. That draws us a Seat of Mystery. Let's uh, draw another card. I should not have played my Shadow Sigil first. That's that true. That is true. Mm, I feel bad now. Okay. Uh, we drew a triumphant return. 
Uh, we're in trouble in this game, but our opponent is also stuck on power for now. Uh, they're spending their treasure trove, playing a justice sigil, playing a covetous stranger, and then attacking us for three. We're now at 15. We did draw a sigil, so we're not punished. Um, I mean, it's still not great. It's not yeah. great because we have a marsh dragon in hand, but nothing to sacrifice. Uh, and it's a 5-3 on its own because of the earlier um, Ageless Mentor play. I kind of think we rectify the Covetous Stranger, or is that... Yeah, we can do that. That gives us something to sacrifice to Marsh Dragon. How many units are in our void? How much would the Marsh Dragon actually grow? One, two, three, four. That's pretty good. That would make it a that would make it a five seven. So yeah, uh, it's a little bit suboptimal, but let's go ahead and 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 silence the covetous stranger. Do we trade? Uh, you know, I think. Probably we do, because that will still have something to sacrifice to the Marsh Dragon next turn. And we do need to protect our life total. So uh, our opponent has attacked with both units. We blocked the Covetous Stranger and traded with it. They played uh, another Justice Sigil and a Blade Crafter. They're going to get a weapon. So I think now... Let's just Marsh Dragon uh, absorb the shadow of our Rectifier, and we'll get a 5-7 and gain 4 life. Five or actually, life. 5 life. So six now life. we have a 5-9 and 6 life, so we're at 18, and we have a 5-9 flyer. It would be great if it were a 6-9 flyer, so we could actually block and kill the Oni Stalwart freely, but that is not the world that we live in. Uh, our opponent is playing another sigil, uh, drew a card from their treasure trove. They have four available power. They have their 2-2 two -two blade crafter and a 3-6 Oni stalwart. We don't have to worry about them having invoked something off fire conjuring because they didn't select that. They're playing <laughs> another blade crafter, getting another weapon. So two of their cards are now weapons, and they did not attack. So... Uh, we have a bunch of stuff in our in our void now, and we have a triumphant return in hand. So what we could do here is triumphant return Ageless Mentor, make our Tattoo Dragon into an 8-7 and our Cinder Matota into a 2-6. That's, that's interesting. I was thinking we play the Deadeye and then Thunder Wings and attack for four. Yeah, I guess we do have um, I mean, we can do that. That would get in four damage. I like my play better, though. <laughs> well, I guess I was just thinking, though, I don't mind. We can still do that play next turn. We still can't play the Tattoo Dragon. And if the Thunder of Wings dies, that's a great thing to Triumphant Return. Uh, that is, but I, I, yeah, I guess so. Um, I, yeah, we're running out of time, so we're doing the Aegis Mentor play that I suggested, but uh, I, I guess I'm, I guess I like using our power efficiently because we have a lot of powerful things we can now do if we draw another sigil. Like with seven power, we can Cinder Matota and Thunder of Wings. Mm hmm. Switchblade Deadeye doesn't add a lot of power to the uh, 
add, doesn't add much to the board. So now our opponent is playing a Stone Powder Bomber. That was their whole turn. Uh, here, yeah, now I think uh, go ahead and, and, and switch Blade Deadeye and Thunder of Wings. Yeah. Get in for damage. Uh, I'm not thrilled about the switch about the bomber coming in, but we we have more life to work with now. I'm just a little bit worried that if we block with the marsh dragon, uh, then the their weapon is going to be able to finish something off. So they're now at seven power, which raises the specter of uh, Shugo's hooked sword since they've gone to get two weapons. They're I wonder if we should have just should I have attacked with the five nine? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, so now they're playing um, Peacekeeper's Helm, stunning our Marsh Dragon. They played a I don't remember what the name of the thing is. So. Here, uh, they're attacking just with the Bomber and the Oni Stalwart. I think it's best to just block the Oni Stalwart and bounce here. And take five. We're at 13 now. Uh, they play the thing that weakens Flyers. I don't know what it's called. Rebuke. Or, or Wheelbreaker. Wheelbreaker. Okay. Um, so here, uh, I, I think this is kind of an easy Cinder Matoda Deadeye turn for us. We just drew another Switchblade Deadeye. We can attack with our 3-2 in the air. Uh, the Cinder Matoda will allow us to block the bomber and bounce, although I guess a weapon will come down and finish it off, but then we can play a dragon. Opponent is playing Master's Blade uh, on and now finishing off our Ageless Mentor. Um, they're playing the Master's Blade on the Oni Stalwart, and then they're attacking with everything. A lot of, there's a lot of problems happening here. Um, That's I block. Is that? Uh, let's see. Block and kill the Willbreaker, one of the Blade Masters, and the Oni Stalwart. Yeah, they probably use the Willbreaker to um, weaken our dragon again, but I guess that's fine. So. We have lost two Switchblade Deadeyes. They've lost uh, one of their Blade Masters. Uh, the Willbreaker is now a Shade. Um, and they're playing Soul Drain Smithing to get back a Fury Blade. And I assume they're going to kill our Dragon with it. And that is what happened. Um, we drew a Vara's Favor. <laughs> Not the draw that we could have possibly drawn right here but we do have two big blockers again finally um the stone powder bomber is the real problem here i would say uh just just uh hit the just hit the the blade crafter um with the vara's favor and then get the rotor cycle out there Um, again, we're not in a great position here. Yeah, drawing a second fire would have been really helpful this game. Yeah, at any time, that would have been great. Uh, 
Um, their attacks are not good, which is kind of nice. Uh, they can we can still kind of bounce everything, uh, but we don't so know what the second get weapon is. Trigger off of their only stalwart. There's nothing we can do to stop that though. Yeah. Uh, so the the willbreaker uh, pacifies our 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 rotor cycle down to one three. We're just uh, blocking so that things bounce. They're gonna get an invoke off the master's blade. Uh, and then they still have one more weapon in hand, unless I've lost count here. They're up to eight power. I think they should have two weapons? No, one of them was the Master's Blade. Oh, yeah, you're right. And then they're casting a Soothing Short Beak, which I'm assuming is their Invoke. Uh, that is lowering our uh, our Marsh Dragon's power and our, our Rotor Cycle's power. We drew a Time Sigil. I guess I, I guess I should have encouraged us to kill the Willbreaker Shade if we were going to play the Rotor Cycle, because now we're kind of. Yeah, I was going to ask about it, but we're running out of time. That would have been that would have been a stronger play, yeah. So uh, opponent is attacking with everything. We're letting the short beak in. It's doing three damage to us. It'd be nice to draw a fire. We have an eight seven flyer sitting in our hand. The other weapon looks like it's Slayer's Edge. Uh, they have finished off our Marsh Dragon and then played a Tireless Stranger. They have no more cards in their hand. Uh, we drew a Banish. Uh, maybe too little too late. It does yeah. kill the. It does kill an Oni Stalwart pretty well. But we're just dead. Um, yeah, we don't... Yeah, we're just dead. If they attack with everything which they did. So that's it. Okay, we're at zero two. This is this is what happens sometimes. I would like to check and see if we have enough fire influence in the deck because I didn't really look at our power distribution. Yeah, I think we do. I think that was just unlucky. Uh, let's see, five, six, seven, eight, nine sources. Yeah, you're right. That's about as good as it's going to get. Okay, it's fine. All right. Well, do you want to do one more? Maybe yeah, we see can. If we get our zero three, or else, or else end the end the cast on a win. Yeah. <laughs> one of the two. Yeah, it's guaranteed. Well, this is going much more like how I remember draft going. I mean, it is how draft sometimes goes. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, we didn't see a lot of the sort of strong card. Uh, it's possible that we went in a little bit too deep on fire early and then didn't end up with, like, the cards that we oh, wanted gosh. in fire. Oh, I'm sorry. Or did you cancel the, the yeah. search? Okay. Yeah, I know. Nothing. I mean, we didn't pass many strong cards either. No. No, we didn't. Uh, I think we passed a lot of... I think the other deck that might have been present, because we did see some uh, some justice cards here and there, 
was something kind of more low, low to the ground and justicey, maybe a little bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I couldn't say for sure now without yeah. looking back through every pack that that was that was the right way to go. And we did see a lot of uh, like late tainted marks, but I mean, even if we went into primal, we wouldn't want to just play a bunch of tainted marks. There were some book club yetis, brood of aromats, and tainted marks, which is kind of the the beginning of a deck. Yeah, yeah. Though it's not a beginning of a much better deck than this. I mean, we do have no. good cards. We're just not drawing them, or when we do have them, drawing sigils. Yeah, we are drawing sigils at inopportune moments. Yeah. Also, Oni Stalwart is a card that is not normally something that you have to worry about. It's not a boosted card that you see in draft that often. And it was such a perfect counter for our own uh, Covetous Stranger there. Yeah, and also... Uh, what? Is, oh, they did the... Yeah. I mean, part of it was also they used their fire conjuring aggressively so because we we would have been able to rectify that the next turn that's true and it wouldn't have been an issue per se yeah it was a good play on their part yeah 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 i mean it's sort of i mean it worked out i don't know if, i still don't know if it was right i mean the game would have gone a lot differently if we'd drawn a second fire sigil i mean if we'd drawn banish to deal with the uh, uh the, to deal with the oni stalwart earlier that would have also been fine we just drew it very late yeah um also they had master's blade which as you can see is one of the best possible cards <laughs> i guess it was good because of invoke but even if it hadn't had invoke on it they still would have won that game so our our hand here uh I mean, it's not the greatest hand in the world, but I would still keep it. Yeah. Uh, yep. We have a, a Fire Sigil, two Shadow Sigils, Time Sigil, Ageless Mentor, Disjunction, and Cinder Dragon. And we're going so first. We're, gonna, we're going first, and we're playing a Time Sigil. Um, let's hope that this Disjunction hits has a target to hit. Uh, opponent is playing a Justice Sigil. We drew a Fire Sigil. So let's see. What do we have? Anything that's double? I guess we, we have, have fire we double. Have the double fire. So let's get the fire sigil down. So now we have uh, fire and time. Uh, opponent has played fire and justice. We drew rampage. And uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess we play Mentor. I mean, we don't know if we're going to draw anything else for Mentor to make better. Um, so might as well get on the board here. We'd feel pretty silly if we didn't play it and then never drew another target for it. Uh, opponent is uh, has played a second Fire Sigil and an Oni Samurai. So I'd... Uh, um, we drew a Stone Scar Stranger. I would attack here. Yeah. And the reason is because even if our opponent has a trick to enable them to attack with the Oni Samurai, we have a Rampage to counter it. So now we have a 2-2 on the board. We played the Stone Scar Stranger. 
Or a disjunction um, to kill a weapon, possibly. Or a disjunction to kill a weapon, or a disjunction to kill, like, a siege provisions. Yeah, the other small thing there, I think, is attacking before you play the stranger, because you can't hide your trick with no. how our hand was. So you might as well let them think it has to be somewhere between zero and four power as compared to zero and two. Right. Man, we are getting blade craftered quite yeah. a lot this game. So our opponent drew uh played a justice sigil and then another and then I played a blade crafter. So blade crafter is what's going on in the this is if we lose all of these, it's going to be because nothing but blade crafters. Um I don't like attacking into this because it forces us to use our rampage if uh, our opponent double blocks and it's not great value. Yeah, I mean, we could just trade off the stranger. We could, but does that gain us anything? Well, it allows us to attack next turn if they have nothing. Yeah, they're going to have something, though. Yeah, I know, but if they don't... They have, then we... they have four okay. power and a handful of cards, so they will have something. I would rather keep our board presence uh, so that a single removal spell doesn't wreck us. Okay. I don't think that we're in the... I think we're the control here. Our opponent is playing Oni Samurais. Presumably they have ways of attacking. So there's a Thunder of Wings. Uh, we don't have any way of stopping that. So now there's a 4-2 attacking us. We are taking it. Uh, opponent is up to five power. Yeah, see, we would have gotten our two damage in. I guess so. They might have just traded with Bladecrafter, though. Right, and we wouldn't have a stranger, and then this turn we would uh, attack with our two three. Uh, if if that's what they they did, yes. <laughs> but they, the turn might have been completely different if we had attacked. So I don't know. Uh, here we're up to six power. We drew a Thunder of Wings. Uh, I think we just play a Cinder Dragon and then hope that's good enough. And do we uh, not attack? I would attack with the Ageless Mentor here, actually. And not offer... Yeah, I guess we... I, keep... I, don't, I just don't see any benefit in offering the trade right now. Yeah. Because if they have removal for a Cinder Dragon, then we're just getting attacked with an Oni Samurai and they get a Warcry war trigger. Uh, and so now we have a 6-6 six, six Flying Sunder, Cinder Dragon. That's nice to have. We'll see if it survives for a turn. Opponent is going up to 6 power. They still have a weapon of some sort in their hand. There's still a weapon. They have five cards in their hand. Hopefully it's a Shugo hook sword. Yeah, and we can start leaving up disjunction to get rid of it. They're thinking. They're thinking about their next play. It's dangerous. It means they have choices. There's at least one card in their hand that is a thing that they can play. So it looks like they went and got a Ceremonial Mask. Uh, that's making the... Uh, it's making the um, their dragon into an 8-6, and it is attacking us. I don't think I would block here. 
because uh, that's a temporary buff. And uh, Ceremonial Mask, I would guess, uh, kills the Ageless Mentor. That's what's happening. Um, and then we just have to kind of draw out of it here. Um, let's see. So we drew a Covetous Stranger. Uh, we can either disjunction away the ceremonial mask or we can block. Um, or we, we could just, or we could kill it with the thunder. We can wing. kill it with thunder of wings. That's probably the best. Yeah. Um, why don't we? It's a crazy. Why don't I, here's here's my thought. Covetous stranger. Uh, use covetous stranger to make thunder of wings. Attack with our stranger and the dragon and the oh. new dragon. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I I like that. Because we'll draw we'll draw a card off of the um off of the stranger. We have a six six blocker still. We kill the ceremonial mask, and we now have a treasure trove in hand. I expect them to trade with the blade crafter here. And I'm almost positive that the ceremonial mask is what they got with the blade crafter. So now they're they're thinking about whether or not to trade. They let the stranger through. Uh, ceremonial mask is gone. They're drawing a card. We're at 13 life. They're at 17. Their name is Ego Flame. Is that important to say, or should I have not said that? It's fine. You see other people play all the time. Their rank is very close to ours. We're at 157 and they're at 151. I have uh, not helped you get into a top 100 masters at all. <laughs> if anything, okay. I've this was a, I think this was not a this was a difficult draft, and I'm not. I really don't know if there was a good deck. How good the how much better the best deck we could have drafted. So now our opponent is casting, um, is is putting a master's blade on their dragon, and it's coming in as a six four. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we need to block it. <laughs> okay, what if we don't block it? Okay, and then next turn we kill it by disjunctioning it. Interesting. Uh, we can do that, sure. Uh, all right. I mean, it's a chancy play, but because uh, this brings us down to a lower life total. But uh, so we would block the Oni Samurai here, is what you're saying? Yeah, we could block the Oni Samurai. All right. So we're taking eight and we're going to five. <laughs> it's funny that we would encounter so many Master's Blades and Blade Crafters. Uh, we're taking. They sacrificed their blade crafter to do four damage to our face. We are now at one. We're actually close to killing them, too. We are close to killing them. I, I imagine they have a plan here, though. So I'm attacking. Can uh, I let's, attack? let's let's draw a card first. We drew a shadow sigil. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. That's tough. Yeah, we can't make a tattoo dragon. We drew a tattoo dragon. We can't make a tattoo dragon and disjunction in the same turn, unfortunately. Though I would hear, uh, I here I would 
just attack with our stranger. Huh. I think. I. I kind of want to attack with the two two and the four two. Play the dragon, and then have him dead next turn with rampage. Okay, we'll play dragon first then, so that we get a two two. Why do we get a 2-2? Because we draw a treasure trove. Why do we draw a treasure trove? Oh, good Oh, game. I'm sorry. No, you're right. Covetous dra- uh, Sorry. No. Oh. Anyway, they had a plan. They had a hot blood barbarian to do the last damage to us. Well, I can't say that I'm thrilled about going 0-3. Yeah. This was kind of a spur of the moment, but I kind of feel like we should have blocked the blade. The blade, um, the blade crafter. Oh, sure. So just that we to weren't, save one damage, we had one more and, life. Yeah, and not be. care about the war cry. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I, th- I, I imagine that our opponent had maybe, maybe had a way of getting us anyway. But you're right; it might have made the difference. Yeah. Oh. Uh. All right. Well. Went zero three with that one. Oh, got a double upgraded chest though. We did get get up to a diamond chest, so that 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 gets back like a third of our entrance fee. <laughs> Seem unsatisfying. <laughs> I am. Yeah. It's uh, it's just sort of interesting that the that that as much as I like talk about like our um choices and stuff like that and and maybe this maybe this was sort of a doomed draft where like we did the best that we could but it just um we also we also went up against like i haven't seen a blade crafter in i don't know how many games of draft and we just hit three in a row with with master's blades to go fetch you know so that's unusual and maybe it was just a bizarre pocket of variance yeah no we someone fetched an age of prophecy yeah, and two master points. Yeah, that's a lot to deal with. Um, so we would have been struggling no matter what deck we played, and there might have been a couple of, of suboptimal plays there too, uh, uh, some of which were my fault. But but also, it does seem to be a trend lately, and this is maybe a little mystical for uh, for any discussion of a strategy card game, where the less I think about what I'm doing, the better I do. <laughs> yeah. The less I think and talk about what I'm doing the more I make correct choices, which is a very strange thing. Yeah, and I forgot the Covetous Stranger was dead there at the end, um, which is just uh, which is just me being overwhelmed with a number of variables. So Yeah, no, and I mean, you were doing color commentary also. I so. was. There's a, lot of, there's a lot to juggle. But I guess we, we also talked about a lot of other things other than the draft, so that wasn't the only content that we produced there, so... <laughs> and even even if it was that's still fine okay that's good thank you 